I I want to start today's show off with a rant. No, well, maybe a rant's not the right thing to call it. I want to start it off with a public service announcement. Is this about me wearing my shoes in the house? Because they're clean, I swear. Uh, your wife called me and she's pissed off. She says she's asked you a hundred times and you're just not getting it. So... Knock it well, off. We're just going to air this dirty laundry right here, right now, are we? <laughs> no. Okay, so listen. And this is not, it It may sound like it's directed at you, and it's not. You inspired it. It's mm. directed at idiots. Idiots on the internet is who it's directed at. And it's not, it's not like, it's not the listener. You'll, it'll make it's sense me. when we- It's not no, you guys, it, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, it's not you. Um <laughs> This will make sense as we as we get into it. Um, and this is actually, uh, this is a public service announcement because this has to do with news. And we are a movie news show. And by extension, my assumption is that a large sum of the audience who listens to the show are also interested in movie news. So this is something that I think is important to talk about. Um, you sent me an article. Yeah. And it's one of the topics that we are going to cover today. Yeah. But when you I sent me the... Because I thought it would be pertinent as such. Yep. Yeah. And it yeah. is. <clears throat> and... But I scoffed at the website link that you sent me. Yeah. And this is this is actually a rant that I had on this podcast probably two years ago. Um, but it's been a while, and so it's worth repeating. And I'm not going to repeat it for a while because I have, in order to make my point, I've had to bring up this company's website, and I really hate giving them the clicks. <laughs> so I'm not, this is not something I'm going to get in the habit of doing. Right. So um, to summarize, I shared a story, and you th- you didn't like the website because the website is trash. <laughs> it is the... You know, you know when you're checking out at the grocery store and you see the rack of magazines there <laughs> and there's things like Time Magazine and National Geographic and and the Rolling Stone and all of these like reputable high-end high-class magazines. And then you see, oh God, I don't even know any of the names of them, but you see they're like, oh, how Britney lost 30 pounds in five days and like, you know, these tabloids. Who's Tom Cruise's new girl? Yeah, this gossipy, utter bullshit. So you sent me a link to wegotthiscovered.com. And if you were a <gasps> you person- You said their name. If you're a person <laughs> who has Facebook, you have seen people post- Articles from wegotthiscovered.com. In fact, and it drives me nuts to no avail, you and I have a common friend, and I'm not going to say his name. Um, but you but you and website. I, I'm sure you'll you, <laughs> you and I have a common friend who is constantly commenting on links on Facebook posted by this page um, and just like <laughs> buying into the BS. So let's talk first about a reputable movie news source. I've pulled up the Hollywood Reporter, hollywoodreporter.com. 
Now, you can take your pick. There's Hollywood Reporter, there's Deadline, there's Variety, there's there's several of them. But these are the who's who of movie news. This is the Hollywood Reporter is, I mean, you can just tell by going to their website. This is, it's a, it's a high class, high end. They do their due diligence. Um, and quite often, the Hollywood Reporter, like these are sites that are often often posting scoops like they're they've got exclusives they're the first ones reporting whatever it is in the last three days the hollywood reporter under their news section because they have news they have film they have tv awards lifestyle business all this stuff but under their film section of news in the last three days they've posted 13 articles 13 articles um, you know, varying different topics, but that's, that's a reasonable amount that you can kind of go through and go, okay, yeah, you know what? It makes sense that in the last 13 days, or in the last three days, there have been 13 actual newsworthy verified stories that you could write a well-crafted article to. Okay. Now we go over to wegotthiscovered.com. Now, so at the time of recording... Oh, they've posted another one. Good. At the time, at the time of posting, or at the time of recording, it's currently quarter after one in the afternoon. Since midnight last night, this calendar day, wegotthiscover.com has posted 34 articles. Good Lord, they must have the inside scoop. <laughs> they must have the inside <laughs> scoop on all of it. And if you go through and you actually start looking at their Bullshit. Um, what have we got? Where was the one here that really, really made me kind of laugh, but also kind of made my blood boil? Uh, here we go. The Snyderverse could be about to head to Netflix, according to one person with no proof or evidence. That is the headline. I'm That's sorry. The- that's the actual headline, or you like breathe. That's the actual headline. The Snyderverse <laughs> could be about to head to Netflix, according to one person with no proof or evidence. So why are you writing about it? <laughs> that's a, that's an amazing. Headline. That's like that's like the most honest clickbait I could I could uh, I could ever hear. <laughs> Here's another one. Here's the here's the headline, and I actually read into this one because I wanted to see, like, is you know, what is the bullshit here? Scream Six star shocks the horror world by announcing plans to be the next Ghostface. And so I went in and I clicked on the link and I looked and I started reading. Well, what do they have to say by this? And they have keep in mind, this is the headline is Scream Six Star shocks the horror world by announcing plans to be the next Ghostface. Okay, so Melissa Barrera, who plays Sam in the latest two Scream movies, said on her, uh, what is this, Twitter? Yes, Twitter, and they've actually screenshotted it. I would love that. It would be my dream for Sam to be Ghostface. And I think many people think that's where it will go, which is why I sadly think it won't happen. That is the story. (laughs) The story is one actress says, hey, it could be fun. And so then, but, and there's nothing wrong with reporting that, but then make your headline Scream Six Star would love to be Ghostface, but doesn't right. think it will happen. <clears throat> or that, like that, whatever. That title it is. is a little less honest, a little more clickbait, unlike the previous one. Unlike the previous <laughs> one. And there's just, it goes on and on 
and on. It is an onslaught of gossip, of rumors, Just and of crazy articles. Titles. <laughs> yeah, and, and articles, some of these are like reporting, like every so often, maybe they get lucky. But there's so much quote unquote scoops that they put out there that are total bullshit. And they would have to be. Because how can you how can you be partway through the day and have 34 articles? Which right. means by the end of the day, we're gonna be what, 70 articles? 70 articles in one day of news? Wow. That's that's insane. Well, you and know a what lot they say, is, Brady. Even a clock's right twice a day. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. If you throw enough crap at the wall, you're gonna have some kind of art at some point. Oh, here's yeah. this one. Here's this, and I'm I haven't even read this article. Uh, okay. Here. <laughs> okay. So James Gunn drops disappointing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three post-credit news that proves. It won't live up to volume two. Okay, so first of all, before I even read any further, why is the success of Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in comparison to Guardians of the Galaxy 2 based on post-credit scenes? Because that's Sec- what Shazam was based on? Second of all, <laughs> this is based <laughs> off... Shazam. <laughs> Black Adam. <laughs> Second of all, they've ba- they've based this off of a screenshotted Instagram comment by James Gunn. Someone asked James Gunn, "Hey James, could you confirm that there is a post-credit scene for Guardians of the Galaxy 3?" And James Gunn replied and said, "There is not a post-credit scene. There are two." And that's what we're basing this off of? That's why that's the disappointing news. Oh, it is utter clickbait garbage so except for the one i sent you <laughs> well i'm sure was, if i that was the clock being right at least once <laughs> i'm sure if i read through it and compared it to one of the actual more reputable ones i'd be like okay but they've injected a lot of opinion into this <laughs> like they've so it is worth noting if you are a movie fan and you're going out and you're hunting for where you're going to find your movie news, please don't go to wegotthiscover.com. It's clickbait garbage, and you're going to be misled and led astray more often than you're actually garnering good information. Likewise, if you're scrolling on Facebook and you see this, like, incredible, like, this is, like, groundbreaking, jaw-dropping movie news, check to see what website the link is from because quite often it's we got this cover.com which makes sense i mean they're posting 70 articles a day they're bound to get around yeah. and with clickbaity titles like that people who don't do their digging people because there's lots of us there's lots <laughs> of us out there that see a headline don't read the article and post the headline and take the headline as news so just please we got this. Uh, please recognize that we got this covered.com is a bunch of low life scumbags and don't give them your business because yeah. they don't Instead, deserve it. Get your news from us here. Yes. At the Movie Men B team. So uh-huh. moving on to our first That's topic. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, <laughs> by the way, hello and welcome <laughs> to the Movie Men podcast. <laughs> moving on. The B team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got you. So, I got moving you. on to our first topic. 
Our first topic, uh, which we're pulling from an article from thedirect.com. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania may not be coming to Disney Plus as soon as hoped. <clears throat> and, so, and potentially other future films, such as The Way of Water yeah, and anything Maybe, else. like... It's, yeah, it's, we don't know, right? Like, so basically what happened was back in, was it like February, we went to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania in the theaters uh, and had a lot of fun kind of poo-pooing on that because, oh my God, that was bad. Um, and on, uh, on April 18th, all of a sudden, Ant-Man 3 showed up uh, for digital purchase and digital rental um, with an announced physical media release date of May 16th, so a little less than a month afterwards. Um, that's not uncommon. It's not uncommon that the the physical media release date is further out. Uh, there's a lot more involved than simply just, you know, sticking it on a server for people to stream. Mm-hmm. Um Interesting that, like, I within the next five years, I think you'll stop seeing physical media release dates because um, that's it is dying. But no word of when it's coming to Disney Plus. And in the past couple of years, every time a Disney movie or a movie from a property owned by Disney has released on digital on the same day or like the next day, we've either had it on Disney Plus, or at least an announcement. Like, that's the thing. It, we're not even talking about, like, we're not even talking about, hey, digital, it's going to be on digital on April 18th, and it's not going to be on Disney Plus until June, and all the Disney Plus subscribers are pissed off because they're like, well, what the hell am I paying for Disney Plus for? No, no, no. Radio silence. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So I don't know. I don't know what the, like, even if your movie sucks, which it did, what is the benefit here? Aside from um, potentially, and this, an actual reputable um, article here does not get into speculation and theory and all of this stuff about trying to squeeze extra dollars out of it, but you kind of have to start to wonder like what is that that does seem what this this is does seem like uh let's try and make a little bit more bang for our buck here like business-wise that's that's looking at it that's the only real thing i can see unless for some weird reason they're trying to make digital edits to make modok look better or something yeah but then why would you release it on digital already exactly precisely so this is this is like purely a, a money thing, yeah. Right? Um, that's the only, I, like they're, they're trying to get people to buy a digital or a physical copy before they mm-hmm. release it for free on Disney. Which Plus. may be um, it. You know, one of the things we're talking about, like when Bob Iger came back and took over for Bob Chapek again, um, part of his. Part of his job was correcting this ship, both business-wise and financially. And it's not wrong to say that by releasing something on Disney Plus the same day that you put it out for purchase and rental, you are taking a financial hit. You are taking you the people who 
would have who, who are desperate to see it and maybe didn't see it in the theaters or are desperate to see it again um you are taking a hit by giving it to them for a service that they're already subscribing to so mm-hmm. i don't know i mean is it wrong i don't i think we've come to expect that we're going to get them on the same day however that's a relatively new thing. And sure, they've set that precedent, but precedents can change. Like, if you think about when things came come to Netflix, historically, streaming stuff got dumped on streaming last, right? Like, you'd have a movie come out in the theaters, and everyone would go see it. And then three to four months later, you'd be able to buy it or rent it. And then maybe a year later or whatever, when they were no longer making money off of it, then that film would get dropped onto Netflix or some sort of yeah. streaming and that would service. have been prior to everybody having their own thing too, right? So like yeah. Disney was, you know, they they make a movie. Yeah, like you're saying, you know, they release it on DVD like normal. Okay, DVD's not selling anymore. Let's yeah. make a deal with Netflix. Yeah. So is does it go against the precedent they've set? Yes. Is it disappointing for some? I'm sure it is. Are they well within their right to do it? Absolutely. I just think maybe a little communication would be nice. A little transparency, a little, hey, this is our plan. Because right now, doing what they're doing just leads to speculation. It allows these gossip sites to go, well, you know, Disney is a bunch of greedy, you know, whatever it is. Well, is it greedy to do good business and make money off of the product you made? I, I don't know. Maybe. But then I guess business is greedy because yeah. <laughs> like that's well, kind of what it is. That's that's the free market, right? Like they're, they're going to be able to make choices and try and make the most bang for their buck, which they're more than allowed to do. That's what, uh, that's what owning a business is all about. Trying to make the most bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That will, that, that being said, that's what's also going to determine whether this is going to continue or not, whether they're going to look at, see how this, I mean, this is a horrible test bed product for, to try this on, <laughs> right? Like I don't think Ant-Man did very well, even at the box office overall. <laughs> I don't know. You're the box office guru. <laughs> you tell me, but like, man, if you're going to test a new, new kind of uh, business model, you, you probably don't want to test it on a piece of garbage. You probably want to test it on something that's decent or, or a hot product first. Mm-hmm. So uh, world worldwide Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania made $474 million. So not what they were hoping for. Yeah, they were probably hoping for a B somewhere in there. But, the word with a B. but still... Decent buck, like it. That's not a failure. If you factor in Ant Man and the Wasp, this like Ant Man two made six hundred and twenty two million, so higher, but not like, not double. Yeah, that uh, yeah. I don't, and then, <laughs> but, uh, like e- that being said, it wasn't a good product. No, right? and Ant Man, the first um, Ant Man made five hundred and nineteen million. Avatar Way of Water, which it sounds like, according to this article, it sounds like they're probably going to do the same thing for. That would have been a better product to test this, roll this out with. Yes. Well, is, is Avatar... You're going to get people that aren't going to buy the DVD 
<laughs> because they know they've seen it in theater or they heard it was sucked in theater and they're just going to wait for it to come onto digital anyway. So you're not going to get those digital sale uh, ownage sales uh, where they buy it digitally or buy a DVD. You're not going to get the sales. I don't think that they were hoping for. You're going to mm-hmm. get only the, really the people that are going to buy it digitally are those just kind of want to complete the collection. I think. So I an know. interesting thing about the Avatar Way of Water thing is if I like one of the differences with Avatar Way of Water is I can click a button right now and if I want to drive five minutes to my local Cineplex and watch Avatar the Way of Water at six o'clock tonight, I can do it. It's still in the theater. Mm. Right? So I right. I don't know. But anyways, moving on. Odd, odd move. Yeah. So we've talked about, talking about Netflix, we've talked about in the past a couple of times, we've sort of joked and lamented and gone down a little bit of a history trail about how Netflix started. Uh, Really about how all streaming started, which was with Netflix. And Netflix started as a physical DVD in the mail service. Right, you'd yep. and there was. I think there was a couple different packages you could sign up for. Like you could be like the one disc, two disc, three disc kind of thing. Um, but you would, yeah, you would say like these are the ones I want, and the next day or two days later they'd show up in the mail, and you'd watch them, and you'd stick them back in the same envelope and stick them in the mail, and you were off to the races. You'd select a couple more. Well, what a lot of people may not know is. Netflix has still been doing that. The DVD part of Netflix has not gone away. Which <laughs> like, is shocking. I, I had no shocking. idea. I, I had, had no idea either. No idea. <laughs> yeah. So and uh, but they're still going out in their in their red envelopes and so on and so forth. And you know, there you go. Uh, but not for much longer. <clears throat> As of September 29th, 2023, the final Netflix DVDs will be shipped out. They are shutting down that part of the business. They're moving forward. And what's interesting, and I don't think the article that I sent you gets into this, um, but Redbox. Do you know what Redbox is? Um, I'm familiar with the name. It's it's like another mail-in service kind of thing, isn't it? Uh, or, or is that the the they're like, like the kiosk style? Yes, so they're the pop machine style DVD Blu-ray rental things. Now Redbox has gone on record saying a couple of times now, uh, sell to us. <laughs> like we'll buy your DVD department, your DVD division, right? Um, instead of just shutting everything down. Because, yeah, Redbox does DVDs, Blu-rays, 4K DVD, or 4K Blu-rays, and um, video games in some of their machines. And so they're saying, sell to us. Sell to us. We'll buy your infrastructure. We'll buy your 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 oh. um, inventory. We'll take it all, <clears throat> right? Because that is Redbox's business. Redbox is not really doing much in the way of, they have dabbled a little bit in digital streaming, but really they're a physical media thing um and netflix has basically said no go to hell uh and not because i think netflix is a bunch of dicks but i think because netflix doesn't want 
DVD. Like Netflix is banking on streaming. That's Netflix's thing, right? So Netflix doesn't want Redbox to buy all these DVDs and start doing real well because Netflix doesn't want physical media to do well. Netflix wants the death of the DVD, the death of the Blu-ray disc, right? So, I don't know. It's fascinating. I did not know that they were still open and running. (laughs) Like, it's just bizarre to me. Bizarre. And I wouldn't even know, like, if I go to... If I go to Netflix.com, I just start, like, how do I, how would I even do that? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe there's like an old website, Netflix.something else. How to get a Netflix DVD. Netflix, how, DVD.Netflix.com. Good Lord. And you can sign in with your email address and all this stuff. That's incredible. Yeah, it still exists. I'm well. I wouldn't be surprised actually too if their numbers have completely <clears throat> dwindled. Yeah, but it's yeah. all new stuff. Like I'm Cocaine Bear, Wakanda Forever, um, House of the Dragon. So you could still you like you can get discs of seasons of shows. <laughs> like, good lord um does this surprise you are you sad to see it go like what's (laughs) i mean i never used it myself personally no i Um, never did either man did did you ever use i was surprised that they were still doing it what was the other one away with that a long time ago um the uh the red box thing that's that's funny though they're just like nope sorry we don't we're not helping you we (laughs) Helping you hurts us. We're not helping. <laughs> These guys are still open too? Uh, not available outside the United States. Okay, I was just looking up, um, do you remember Gamefly? So Gamefly yep. was basically the same thing, but just for video games, right? You would, yep. r- and they'd mail you the disc and blah, blah, blah. Gamefly is still running. That's really? crazy. It's crazy. I, I don't even know. Like, I laugh and scoff every time I'm in Walmart or wherever and I see, you know, the wall of physical video games. I'm like, who is buying physical games? Like, I just don't. Yeah, I... <laughs> I, I think I, have, I haven't bought a physical game in years. Although they are saying there's a game I bought wasn't even for me. It was for you so that we could play the game together. (laughs) Rayman. Because at the time. Rayman Legends. No, it was, uh, it wasn't Rayman. It was, um, it was Sea of Thieves. Oh, Sea of Thieves. Right. Because at, and at the time Xbox hadn't, uh, done their digital gifting yet. Yeah. We could buy the game. Yeah, that's right. For somebody else. That's so funny. Um, I guess the one upside to physical media is that you own it and you have no doubt in your mind that nobody can take it away from you. Yeah. Like there's something going on right now. There's some video game that Xbox is that in the, like the first 15 minutes of the game, you get like a thousand gamer points or something. And so Xbox is thinking about pulling the game. And so, and the big hoopla right now is people are like, well, how can you pull the game? I've bought it and and Xbox is not really answering or giving an official yeah. response to that. <laughs> well, I, I mean, the same thing with like the even just movies, right? Like you, you think about buying a digital a game 
did or a movie digitally. Yeah. Right? Let's jump back to number one news. You buy Ant-Man and the Wasp digitally. Well, what 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 service are you buying it on? Are you yeah, what happens it when on they tank? Apple? Are you buying it on you know what I mean? Yeah. What happens when that service for some reason, who knows? Goes belly up. Goes belly up. Let let's say Apple for some reason goes bankrupt and sells everything off to Microsoft. Never going to mm. happen potentially, but there's always that chance, right? Well, then Microsoft some, some, would do good by those customers, and they would keep all yeah, that running. Th- but that would be the hope. But there's no guarantee. No. Right. Like you could, it it would be within their right to, it would be to 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 make everybody buy those things again. Potentially, I don't know. Uh, that'd be, mm-hmm. I guess, a legal conundrum for somebody who knows legal stuff a little bit better. But I would assume that they wouldn't have to honor that. Potentially, might not have to honor that, right? Uh, de- depending on how the takeover happens, yeah, or for how the closure of the company happens. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But, I mean, it, in terms of like, um, uh, what's the term? Uh, uh, good business practices. That, that, yep. that, I mean, that's that's not a good business practice, right? Because then you just piss people off. But um, it, it doesn't. That doesn't mean it's it, they can't do it. But yeah, so like, yeah, like you 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 digitally own the product; it's yours. But you you don't. You, there's no guarantee it'll be around forever. Um. So I don't know. Yeah. 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 Hard to say. Anyways, moving on. I, listen, I want you. I I want to talk to you. Um. Because I don't want to misrepresent or mischaracterize you, um, but we've talked in the past about toxic fandomness, and you've had a strong opinion about it. And I can't remember, like, in my mind, and this might just be me, my mind, like simplifying it. In my mind, my perception is, oh, Carl doesn't believe in toxic fandom, but maybe that's not exactly accurate. So please, <clears throat> before we get into this, lay out for me your views on toxic fandom. Uh, okay. So I guess the, the confusion there would be like, how do you explain some people, uh, telling people like John Boyega or whatever to, to, or even better. Oh, what's the guy who played, um, Jar Jar? Um, um, uh, 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 yeah. Anyway, like, like fans who, who attack the actor. Yeah. Uh, because of, and not necessarily because of their acting, because right. of who they are, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever aspect of that who they are is. Those people I would label toxic. Yes. Okay. Okay. But I, I personally believe that that is a small minority of people who dislike a, a product. Right. Okay. Like, like say, if we're going to stick with Star Wars here, like the sequel trilogy from Disney. <clears throat> I think a large majority of the people who dislike the, the sequel trilogy, like myself, just that they think the, that the, the script was horrible and that, that they didn't respect, uh, old Canon and take it into account in writing their new Canon and all like all this kind of history is, is kind of disrespected, you know? I think so. Yeah, I think. And when it comes to that fans, fans are opinionated, right? Especially when they spent so much time and energy and money 
loving a franchise or uh, a, a universe. So yeah. Does that clear that up? And I think those people are allowed so. an opinion. They're allowed to not like yeah. something like I, I dislike the sequel trilogy. I think it's they're They're pretty much all garbage. I think right. some of the acting was spot on and really good. I've got nothing against the actors, but as a story goes as kind of respecting the what's what's made Star Wars Star Wars I think it completely threw all that in the garbage and did not do justice to what Star okay. Wars should be. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I I like if we were getting into personal opinions, which I'm not going to. I like uh, I would argue a couple of points, not like completely against them, but I would I don't I don't agree I don't think we're completely on the same page, but I your your perspective makes sense to me now. So, um as we've talked about, a gentleman named James Gunn has taken over the DC universe. Mm -hmm. And there's been no there's been no lack of I don't know, not necessarily toxic fandomness, but like no, I think it's gotten there. It's gotten to the point where people are like pri you know, when you start like private messaging someone and and sending things like, oh, you're an F in this and stupid that and you know whatever and Henry Cavill should be back and you suck and you hate, you know, blah blah blah. Like just just then just move on. <laughs> Like, I, you know, and the whole like, I'm not going to watch this. Yes, you are. Stop. Yes, you will. <laughs> just just stop. Um, so anyways, it's been very interesting that Kevin Feige or that um, James Gunn has taken over uh, DC because while he's in the process of, you know, making all the plans and getting ready, they're going into pre-production on Superman um What's it, Superman Legacy or something it's called? Um, he's also got this little indie film coming out in a couple of weeks called Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah. And uh, and he's good friends with Kevin Feige, like good buddies with Kevin Feige. James Gunn said when the deal was finalized with DC, the first person he called to inform and say, hey, guess what, was Kevin Feige. Right. So they're they're And I look at that and I go, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. The fact that we have two studio heads of two, you know, major comic book franchises that are playing nice and our friends and our buddies and blah, blah, blah. Well, there's been a lot of James Gunn haters out there. There's been a lot of people who don't like James Gunn. There's a lot of and some of them are just like Henry Cavill diehard fans. Some of them are. <laughs> yeah morons that are still living in this delusional world that they think the Snyderverse is going to be restored and that Zack Snyder's going to come back and we're going to get the follow-up to hit the Snyder cut and all this. It's not going to happen, okay? Um, but there's been a lot of haters. And one of the most recent things that have popped up online was someone who posted on Instagram. Is this Instagram or Twitter? This is Instagram. Saying... The worst business that DC could do was to hire someone who advertises the competition. Unbelievable. <laughs> now, can you imagine what their movies are going to be like? I think it's a disaster. 
And James Gunn quickly responded, as he tends to do on social media, and said, The last thing DC would want is someone who would spend the last 12 years of his life creating a film series, a series of films, and then turn his back on the last movie he created and poured his heart and soul into, as well as his collaborators and the investors. I wasn't hired at DC without everyone on board being very clear and supportive up front and continuously through this process. And James Gunn is 100% right. Oh, yeah. And anyone who is butthurt right now about James Gunn promoting Guardians of the Galaxy is a low-life, floor-licking, cousin-kissing, basement-dwelling moron. Or they're just, 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 for some reason, completely uninformed that James Gunn has directed all three Guardians I of the Galaxies. Know. Do you know what? I honestly, <laughs> truly believe this. Why is, is he promoting something he's not even a part of? This has been, I think. <laughs> Wait a minute. I think where things started to go horribly wrong is when when fandom became team-based. <clears throat> I'm team Marvel. Everything DCU sucks. <laughs> I'm Team DC. Everything Marvel sucks. I'm not even going to watch. I don't even need to see the trailer. I know that it sucks. I'm Team Star Wars. Everything Star Trek sucks and vice versa. Listen, I'm Team Good Movies. (laughs) I am Team... I can't believe what an amazing time to be alive it is for comic book fans. That, That comic book movies are the biggest... Are no longer a fringe guilty pleasure genre but they are the largest genre of films in the world so i think that's what a lot of the i guarantee you whoever wrote this whoever wrote the this is the disaster <laughs> that's a team dc everything marvel sucks yeah. idiot and those people are out there those people are definitely out there Oh, I think there's a lot of them too. I, they're not I the don't majority. Think as many as you think there are. I, I they're not the majority. I, yeah. But no, I think I, there's I would more say, than like I like I said it like in uh, explaining myself at the, at the beginning of this about toxic fans. I think like is this toxic? Um, a little bit. Um, but he's just it's it's a very vocal minority. And the thing thing about this is like social media and the internet make makes makes these issues seem bigger than they are because they are they're clickbaity because they are um uh, what's the word i'm looking for the they they're they're controversial yeah scandalous right they're scan- like it's be- because all of a sudden it's like oh, what what is he talking like be- for the same reason like the way you talk about this this person's comments right that's why it gets the traction it does so this absolutely this minority of people who have a stupid opinion and everybody disagree pretty much everybody disagrees with 98 percent of everyone disagrees with yeah seems like it's a larger group of people than it is because we're talking about it yeah because oh, no, it, for sure. it like, gets it gets gets more light on it than it than it actually it has and is. Ultimately, this was James <clears throat> Gunn 
schooling some moron. Yeah, and that was, James yeah. Gunn doesn't care about this guy's comment. <laughs> he had a very, very pointed and accurate response. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a mess! Like just, just stupidity, just genuine moronic stupidity. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I can see somebody being upset that now James Gunn is at working for DC and won't do any more Marvel. That, sure. that makes sense to me. You can yeah, be disappointed man, by man, that. He did such a good job with Guardians. This sucks. Why is he working for DC? Ah, man, this is horrible. We're not going to get any more James Gunn Marvel films. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a valid point. I mean, especially if the person isn't keen on DC. Yeah. But, but to, yeah, like, <laughs> to hate on James Gunn for, for promoting his own his, work. His own movie. Even though, while now heading up a new department for for at uh, DC, uh, yep. DC Films, <laughs> like that that's a little ridiculous. Like, yeah, get your, so get your head out of your basement and and it's breathe and some it's, fresh air. And it is that <laughs> it's that exercise. Team Marvel, Team DC thing because all the time, a director will be promoting a movie that he made. While he's working on a different movie for a different studio, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and nobody bats an eye. It's not until it's this oh, Superman sucks. I'm Team Captain America. <laughs> like it just. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and that's that. When it comes to kind of geek nerd culture, that is always been a part of the zeitgeist of that world. Yeah, right. And it's DC versus Marvel. Uh, you've got. You know, Xbox versus PlayStation versus Nintendo. You, you know, pretty much anything. Geek, oh, uh, no, well, PlayStation Video sucks. games I mean, versus board games. <laughs> board games versus tabletop yeah. games. Tabletop war games versus RPG. Yeah. You know, like everybody's, you know, and, yeah. and the, yeah, like there's, there's always that competition. The really funny thing is everybody, even if you have a preferred one, you've dabbled in the other one. So it's, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a dabbler. You dabbler? Yeah, I dabble. I dibble dabble. Yeah. Uh, because we all like on. the content. <laughs> anyway. If yeah, I on. were to say to you, never give up, what would you say? Never surrender. So good. Uh, Galaxy <laughs> Quest. A, definitely a cult classic. Like, I, I don't think Galaxy Quest was a smash at the box office when it came out. It wasn't a <clears throat> massive blockbuster film. No. Um, but it's it, defi- de- it deserved to do better than it did, though. Yes, but it's definitely gained a following. Um, yeah, cult uh, classic my, for sure. M- myself included. Uh, and no minor rinky-dink cast either, right? You've got Alan Rickman, Delete, Tim right? Allen, yep. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Uh, isn't, isn't Sam Rockwell in it? Oh man, I don't, I don't remember. Here, let me pull it up. Like a younger Sam Rockwell. Uh, yeah, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Yeah, who I never know how to say, but he's, uh, he's the guy whose head grows back from Men in Black. Um, Wayne Wilson. Justin Long. Like, it is, it's a friggin' stack. Missy Pyle, isn't it? Oh, yes, she is. It's, it is a, just a stacked cast. 
Um, and it's fantastic. It's so <laughs> much Kevin fun. McDonald's in it. It's yeah. clearly a. It's it's a straight up parody of Star Trek. Like down to oh, the yeah. uniforms yeah. and the look of their ship and the yeah. like like all of it straight and clean not not like Spaceballs was where it kind of dabbled in a bunch of different sci-fi films no yeah this was just like straight and only Star, Star Trek, Trek ripoff or, or yep. parody and uh, and it's fantastic but it's also fourteen years old which is crazy it seems to me like it's older than that. No, it's older. It's 24 years old. 14. It's 24 years old. Oh, God, I'm getting old, too. Um, and there's been no talk of a sequel. There's been no talk of a remake. There's been no talk of, like, returning to that universe until now. When Paramount has announced that coming to Paramount Plus is a Galaxy Quest series. Dump, dump, dump. I haven't seen anything on, like, obviously, the late, great Alan Rickman will not be there. Yeah. Um, Two years later, yeah, they were going to do, they were going to do a TV show a while ago, but Tim Allen wasn't available for whatever reason. Oh, he was, um, he was on Last Man Standing, so he had a TV show (laughs) going. He couldn't. He has been busy doing TV shows and stuff. Yeah, and then Alan Rickman passed away, and it kind of put a grind and everything. It seems like the idea is that a lot of the original cast will return. Um, spoke with the Hollywood Brothers, is really close to being resurrected in currently creative way i'm closer than i can tell you but i can't say more than that the real kicker is that alan rickman has to be left out it's been a real shock on many levels so yeah alan or tim allen is on board and a part of this uh it looks like probably so sigourney weaver probably so is sam rockwell like we're going to get a proper legacy tv series not a spinoff not a remake but the original, as much of the original cast as we can get back into a Galaxy Quest TV show. This excites me. I will definitely be watching this. I don't know if my girlfriend has seen Galaxy Quest, but I will definitely be showing it to her if she hasn't so that we can do the appropriate homework so I can force (laughs) her to sit down and watch this show with me. Um, You hear this? What are your thoughts? Does a Galaxy Quest show excite you, interest you, or is it too little too late? Man, it does seem like it's like 15 years too late. <laughs> like, it would have been so much better with, with this cast being kind of younger, a little more in their prime, and the source material, kind of the, the original movie, being a little bit fresher. But <clears throat> that being said, if, like, the majority of the original cast returns, Sans minus Mr. Rickman himself, um and hey man like yeah i'm i'm in i'd check it out mm-hmm. like uh i we 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 talked about i think we talked about this kind of in the same van of reboots uh, we're not not any no this isn't a reboot this is this is two years after or so, sometime after the original one because of bringing back the cast right mm-hmm. uh, uh we talked we talked about um the uh Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 
movie. Did we not? There yep. The couple of the original cast coming back to do a movie. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about that? We did. Yeah. So I actually I watched that last night. It uh, it was a forty minute forty minute movie. <laughs> it's, um, and short, <laughs> but um, not not a great. Well, the script was okay. It was it was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, so you know not a not a big budget, but like the two of the the original six Rangers are are gone. They've passed away, and the original Red Ranger has had doesn't act anymore, and he's had some legal issues uh, in the last ten years or so. But so like you got three of the original six that uh, can't or won't be in it. Um, and they kind of like in terms of the story, they did it really tastefully. And I'm not ashamed to admit I'm a huge Mighty Morphin Power Rangers fan. By the end, at the the way they tied everything up, like the last 10, 15 minutes, the way they kind of tied everything up and f- uh, finished the film and they flashed up on the screen the the two dead actors and the kind of in memory of right I, I mean i was i was a little bit like i wasn't tears running down my face but i was getting a little bit choked up in the chest i was i was yeah. feeling it like it it hit so i could see you know done right this this could be really cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah anyway i i agree i'm i'm all for it i think it'll be fun uh, and yeah, I genuinely cannot wait. Moving on, talking about another TV series. Um, you know, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. <clears throat> I'm going to come to the defense. Please here. do. Cause I can't do anything for this. Cause I, <laughs> I got nothing on either side. There I, was I this fight. <laughs> a while ago. A film franchise based off a book series, and that film franchise and book series was called Twilight. Um, yeah, apparently did pretty well. Three point three billion dollars. Yeah, that well, franchise. Was, what was made. it? Four or five films? F- um, I it was four films, three books, four films, or four books, five films. It was one of those where they sp- split the last book. Five films. Yeah. Um, Twilight, New Moon. This will be totally out of order. Uh, Breaking Dawn and... Uh, Breaking Dawn so, was two parts. Eclipse, New Moon. Eclipse and the was the other. Yeah, New Moon and then Twilight. Yep. Um, I <clears throat> have seen them all. I think I had I'm the sorry. flu once and they were on Netflix. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> uh and I like the first one. Yeah. I like, you know, and, 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 you know, I, I don't know in the grand scheme of like Twilight fans, which ones are considered good and which ones are considered bad. I wouldn't call myself a Twilight fan. So I don't feel like I, like I have no compulsion to align with the general consensus. I liked the first one and I liked, it was either the, la- maybe I liked like the last two, like part one and part two of the of the end um the two in the middle were just shrill and annoying and a total like they were awful but but it did really well and there's still definitely a twilight 
fan base out there. And I think she actually released... Was there a, a Twilight prequel book or something i know there was a you're asking the wrong guy i I know i was rhetorical um there was uh because i know they did a prequel for midnight sun midnight sun is now the work um i don't know if it was a sequel or a follow-up or what it was i know um hunger games did a prequel book and they're turning that into a movie right now the ballad of songbirds and snakes or something like that um Anyways, so they're doing a Twilight TV series. Um, and, you know, it makes sense to me. It, I think it'll be successful. I know that it's going to have to be... Um, it's either going to be a spinoff or a remake or whatever. It won't be the original cast back. Um, because, you know, like... On record, Robert Pattinson has really hates those movies. <laughs> he hates kind of the legacy that it created and and how he spent most of his career trying to, and I would Get say has su- has successfully gotten out from under the shadow of it. Um, there's I think some Batman helps with that. <laughs> yeah, well, even but you know, Batman because it was more secular and more mainstream and more people saw it. But for those that have like seen some of his more smaller projects that he's done since, like he, he, it's clear that right from the get go, he's been so much more than that twilight series. But I don't know. It it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me that, that they're doing this. um, When you have a series that grossed $3.3 billion. uh, Yeah. Like why would you not? You know, it's it's there's there's money there to be made. The last Twilight film came out in 2012, so it's been 11 years. It's been 11 years, so it it's you know if you're going to do something with this IP, which I think you should, it's it's a popular IP. Um, then yeah, it's you know enough enough sitting on the pot and just. Go go get it done. Um, I shudder to even ask you. Uh, you try to try to like. I know you don't care. You're not going to watch it. You're not interested in it. You're not excited for it. But does this make good business sense to you? Does this seem like can you can you wrap your head around why this is the thing to do? Well, yeah. So I haven't seen any of them, which makes this a hard judgment to make when you haven't when you haven't seen them and you have no invested interest it's tricky like for me comparing this news to something like harry potter getting a series mm-hmm. is is still it, like at least harry potter i have seen it and i can see the fandom even though i'm not a part of it right right like i, I even in this, my in, in Hanover, little local dinky Hanover, Ontario, I can see people being Harry Potter, like you know, Halloween. People will still dress as Harry Potter, you know, <laughs> or, or or in a, a, a wizarding school outfit, right? So I don't see any of that for Twilight. So if there's a fan base, it's definitely more niche and cult classic ish in nature. Mm -hmm. Um, which 
doesn't mean that it would a series will be unsuccessful. Uh, I just don't think it'll be as successful as some of the other movies that are becoming rebooted series or or continuation series. So, yeah, I mean, it has the potential to be good and successful, sure. I mean, it's got a fan base, but how successful is the question? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's I still, you know, I still occasionally see, I'll see like Team <clears throat> Edward, Team Jacob shirts or really? whatever it is. Yeah. I, any, I mean, you're in a kind of a more heavily populated metropolis than I am. Yeah. So I mean, and not like, not with a high frequency that I see them, but I see them. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Uh, so, Star Wars. <laughs> We're both big Star Wars people, and Yay, Star Wars. we were just talking not long ago about how Daisy Ridley is making her return as Rey in a 2025 Star Wars film. Oh, boy. And uh, that it's going to be set 15 years after the rise of Skywalker. It's about Rey kind of rebuilding the new Jedi Order and getting all her ducks mm-hmm. in a row and blah, blah, yep. blah. Um, I'm far more on board with that than you are, um, but that's not what we're here to talk about. What we are here to talk about was kind of something you had said. You know, you're like, you know what character I'd be more interested in seeing a return from? Finn, played by John Boyega. Well, yeah, yeah. rumors have started to circulate that that might just be a thing. It's possible. According to some sources, I know a couple of sources, different sources have reached out to me because of this show, and they have said that according to them and what they're hearing is that John Boyega will be coming back for this movie. That was uh, something John, I can never say his, his John Rocha, Roca, Roca. Um, he's a, a sort of film pundit who's big into the, like he's friends with Sam Witwer and stuff like that. Um, he runs a runs or did run a show called um, Jedi Council. So it seems possible. In it, f- narratively, it would make sense. You know, uh, in that confusing storyline of the sequel series, um, you know, there was sort of a bit of a potential romance kind of hinted at, but then never followed through with between. Finn and Ray, there was kind of, sort of, some maybe Finn has force powers kind of hinted at and then never really followed through with. Um, and so there's, yeah. there's well, there, meat there. There was, in that vein, there was like, and this is one of the only cool things I think the, the Last Jedi set, set up that the Force, uh, no. Rise of Skywalker. That, rise, the Rise of Skywalker ended up dropping again because not the same director so why would it but anyway they were there was kind of this kind of weird like uh um finn kind of leading a a stormtrooper rebellion almost like the way he called out phasma and uh, yeah yeah it was uh it was kind of an interesting potential storyline that never happened so so i do want to put a fly in the ointment though in 2020, in 2020, when John Boyega was talking to GQ magazine, he said, 
What I would say to Disney is do not bring out a black character, market them to be much more important in the franchise than they are, and then have them push to one side. It's not good. I'll say it straight up. So he said that. And then (coughs) he goes on. You guys knew what to do with Daisy Ridley. You knew what to do with Adam Driver, Boyega continued at the time. But when it came to Kelly Marie Tran, who played Rose, when it came to John Boyega, you know F all. So what do you want me to say? What they want me to say is, I enjoyed being a part of it. It was a great experience. Nah, nah, nah. I'll take that deal when it's a great experience. They gave all the nuance to Adam Driver, all the nuance to Daisy Ridley. Let's be honest. Daisy knows this. Adam knows this. Everybody knows this. I'm not exposing anything. So, John, John Boyega's got some beef back in 2020. So we should, and, after being and, removed from a Chinese poster. <laughs> and when asked about it recently, John Boyega basically, in a nutshell, said, I haven't changed my response. Good for him. So, does it narratively make sense to bring John Boyega back? Yes. Is it possible that Star Wars Disney Lucasfilm is is eyeing up bringing Finn back? Yes. Will John Boyega do this? I highly doubt it. <laughs> I really like unless they showed up to his door with a script and in the script, you know, Finn was finally going to, you know, maybe he's a part of this new Jedi Academy and he's exploring his force powers and he's, you know, what like he's got a real prominent role. That might be enough to persuade him. Okay, you just sparked something in me. <laughs> Hang on. It might it might be enough to persuade him, but that's what it would be. It would be a <clears throat> persuasion and it's a big maybe. Ultimately, I don't see this happening. Go ahead. What do you got? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, script pitch for what this new Daisy Ridley Star Wars is going to be. So Finn is her first student. Finn is proficient in the Force. He's 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 a Jedi now. The movie starts out. You can do a crawl. I don't care. Whatever. But for some reason, Ray. Palpatine. Like, I'm not going to call her Skywalker because she's not. You can't just take the name. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. Ray Palpatine it has built up a Jedi training school academy, whatever you want to call it. She's got several students, and um, Finn is like second to her. For whatever reason, uh, Let's throw a MacGuffin in there somehow for some reason uh, that the we need to get uh, Ray to go off into some far reaches of the galaxy to investigate something by herself or with a young student. I don't care. Uh, but when she comes back, she's like dark side. So I'm like, and I'm kind of pulling this this mindset from the Revan storyline. Yep. Right? So think, uh, pay homage to the Revan storyline in, in, in this in this Daisy Ridley movie, right? Like We've seen her. Revan was a Jedi. Her tale of something 
uh, that need to be investigated in the far reaches of the galaxy ends up coming back as a Sith. Yeah. Now you've got John Boyega, lead hero character, and you've got Daisy Ridley, who's a Palpatine, and that Palpatine-ness in her has overshadowed and taken overtaken her, and she's a Sith now. I think yep. that would be dope. Dope. That'd be so good. I would watch that. We've seen her heavily tempted. We've seen her very heavily tempted, right? In, uh, was it The Last Jedi, where there's that, nobody actually bothered to explain it, so we don't fully understand what it was, but there's like that cave below Octu that that is like a concentration of the dark side. She sees herself as a Sith. Yeah. 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 And the fact that she's got Palpatine blood running through her. Like, it's not, uh, uh, Disney, are you listening? Are you listening? Carl just wrote. I just Star wrote Wars your episode for 10. You. Hire me. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Maybe send him send him a check for ten bones and and uh, and call it a day. Yeah, but ten dollars yeah. and this idea is yours. Yeah. <laughs> I meant ten grand, but that's fine. Uh, yeah. No. I. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, I'd love to see him back. I don't yeah. think he's coming back. Yeah, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think he should have been the lead in the uh, sequel trilogy. I thought his character arc was way more interesting. But yeah, yeah. If if he chooses, if he sticks his ground and decides I'm not playing with Disney anymore, then I, I mean, I can't fault the guy. They they screwed with him in a way that they should that that was uncalled for, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Regardless of like even like he's calling out color of skin issues which uh is probably there's some case there especially with kind of the chinese marketing stuff but like like regardless of color of the skin like even if he was a he wasn't wasn't black like that was that's that's really unprofessional <laughs> yeah yeah Not cool no, for sure okay final topic and you see the nice little segue there that like we were just talking about adam driver John Borrega kind of like teed yeah. us off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the big questions, well, there's been several big questions since Disney took over Fox, um, which meant that the Fantastic Four rights were coming back to, uh, back to Marvel. The first big question was, when are we going to see X-Men? When are we going to see Fantastic Four? That's been an ongoing question. We still don't have an answer for that as far as X-Men, but we do know that Fantastic Four is coming. We have a director. We have a release date. Fantastic Four is in the books. It's happening. Our next big question is, when are we going to find out who's playing Reed Richards? Now, the ultimate fan casting that I would say, like almost more than there's ever been a fan casting for anything else, like just a universal, like it, there was so much push and desire and screaming at the tops of mountains for it to happen was for Reed Richards being played by. Come on. Do you know? George Lucas. No. no. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You know. I know. Is it is it the guy who's in the title of the show notes? 
No. Should I say no, that no. Name? Who did, who who did we get? Multiverse of Madness. Oh, you, John Krasinski. Oh, I, okay. John. I thought John we were going Krasinski. somewhere else since we already no, got no. John Krasinski. So everybody wanted John Krasinski. Everyone still, for the most part, wants John Krasinski. And yeah. to tack on a fun little addition to that that fan casting, everyone said, oh, "Get his wife, get Emily Blunt, John Krasinski's wife, in there to play Sue Storms." Fantastic. Let's do it. Let's go. There's mm-hmm. been I've seen so many different like fan art compositions whatever you want to call it on the internet and i'm like man yes do it up i don't think that's happening and they've kind of made it pretty clear at this point that the john krasinski showing up in multiverse of madness as reed richards as a different universe's reed richards was a not only a pretty last minute decision but was also kind of just throwing throwing a little bone to the the fans man was that a savory bone it was so good and it uh, you know understandably just made us want more like it wasn't like (laughs) okay yeah good we're satisfied we're like yes okay please (laughs) let's do this it fits (laughs) it's perfect keep going yeah Yeah. um but it, uh, it doesn't seem like that's the direction they're going now Reports started circulating a couple of days ago that the role had been offered to Adam Driver. And these were just rumors. They were reports. Someone said, I have the, um, uh, what's his name? Jeff Snyder from, uh, what is his news outlet? Uh, Above the Line. Above the Line's Jeff Snyder said, I have, in fact, heard that Driver does have the offer. Now, that's just something he heard. Right? That's not a, I was there and I made the offer. I was standing in the room. I, he's heard that. What I can confirm for you, on, because I have it on good authority, um, and this comes directly from, this isn't something that's getting reported. This comes from a film pundit that I watch who has studio connections. And anytime something like this kind of happens, he'll reach out to, well, he'll, you know, send out a couple little fishing lines and see if anything bites and he gets anything back. And what he got back, what we can 100% confirm, this is not a scoop, it's not an exclusive, but what we can confirm is that Adam Driver has met with them. We don't know that he's been offered it. We don't know that he's accepted it. We don't know that the, he's that's even who Disney has decided they want. But he has met with them. The, uh, met with them. We So we don't even know if they've met with him for this role specifically? Uh, no. We know that he's met regarding Fantastic Four. I right. think so he, he'd be an amazing Victor Von Doom, but... Yeah. But... Yeah, the article you shared with me is like, he could be playing Doom, but, I mean, he's already done that in Star Wars, which, yeah, eh, not really. Not really. Of, but no. When Doom I... Doom very different than, than uh, who he played in Star Wars. When I first heard this, <clears throat> I didn't like it. I was like... You know, I think Adam Driver's an incredible actor. I do. Um, just look at his body of work. A lot of people only know him from Star Wars, but that's not my problem. 
Uh, I haven't seen everything. I wasn't. He's done. I just. I wasn't for it. I was like, yeah, but oh man, yeah. He's there hasn't I was been like, any, with I was the exception like, of Star Wars, and this isn't because of him. I think he's a great actor in Star Wars. There hasn't been anything I don't like that he's done. Exactly. So when I first heard this, and I think it was basically just on like, it's not the it's not the face and the voice that I am picturing in my head. Right, I think that's what it was. It was just a an initial response. It was like it's just he's not what I picture when I picture Reed Richards, and so I wasn't for it. I was like, yeah, I kind of hope not. But the more I've sat with this over the last twenty four hours or so, the more I'm kind of able to start picturing it. And I have arrived at the, and I mean, whether or not this was the Reed Richards I wanted or not, my, my answer doesn't change. And my answer is, if you can get Adam Driver, you get Adam Driver. He might not be the Reed Richards I envisioned. He might not be my first choice. He's not. But if you can land Adam Driver to be the main character in what is going to become one of your bigger franchises, right? No, I'm not saying they're going to do 10 Fantastic Four films, but surely the Fantastic Four are going to start showing up in Avengers films. They're going to show up, like, you know, whatever. Marvel's first family. If you can get Adam Driver, you get Adam Driver. You don't pass that up. Carl, you hear this, you hear Reed Richards, Fantastic Four, possibly Adam Driver. All signs are kind of pointing to Adam Driver right now. Uh, what are your thoughts? I like Adam Driver. <laughs> yeah, no, it, I was literally having a conversation about Adam Driver with some friends this past weekend after after watching a movie with them. And we we're like, yeah, like, what has he done that we don't like? And my one friend was like, he he was not super keen on the uh, the dead don't die, which which was kind of an odd script. I thought it was still great. I thought he was still great in it. He thought he was still great in it, even though he didn't like it. But I mean, yeah, I don't like the prequel trilogy, but that's not because Adam Driver sucked in it. I haven't <laughs> I mean, watched like, sixty five yet, which is his yeah. new like sci fi dinosaurs right, post apocalyptic yeah, thing. Either. Man, like he's he's a great actor. Yeah, like why not? Mm-hmm. I I agree. I think he'd be a better Doom. Yeah, I think he'd pull Doom off way better. But ultimately, um, like Reed Richards, if you think about it, what does whoever is playing Reed Richards, what do they need to be able to convey? And what I keep coming back to is, if you're playing Reed Richards, the one thing that you absolutely have to convey is that you are the smartest man in the room. Exactly. You are, word for word what I was was thinking. Yeah. Yes, that you are the most intelligent and you know, maybe there's a little bit of arrogance that comes with that. Maybe there's a little bit of, you know, like unintentional arrogance. Like you don't mean to come across as arrogant. Yeah, you really not just like are Tony that Stark much smarter. Arrogance, a different kind of arrogance. A different kind of arrogance. Like an accidental, you can't help it. You really just are smarter than everyone else. And people's brains don't work the way yours work. Um, yeah. That's More what like you have to be able Hulk to pull off. In the end game. Yeah. That's what you have to be able to pull off. And I absolutely think Adam Driver can pull that off. Yeah. 
for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would peg him more for doom mostly f- f- because of his star Wars role. Yeah. Because he knows how to act and he can convey, we know he can act without facial expression, which is a very hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm no actor, but I understand that, you know, without being able to see facial expressions, there's, there's a lot more nuance in your mm-hmm. acting. Which is what makes it, Tom Holland's performance so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think... I think he'd be great for either of those. Yeah. I think he could pull either of them off. I think he would be better at Doom, but. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, that's the news. That's it. That's that's the news plus a rant at the beginning. <laughs> All said and done. One kit and caboodle. Yeah. Just. Yeah. 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 We're efficient today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seven topics, just a little over an hour. Good golly. We well, thank you it. so much. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, make sure you check out our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all listed below. Um, our Patreon page, great way to support the show. Get some fun little perks. We actually just dropped an episode uh, a couple days ago um, where Pete and I debate what it means to be a movie star and whether or not Tom Cruise is, in fact, the last movie star. Um, some opinions. I was a little disappointed I wasn't part of that, but I don't think some, it would have worked as well with three voices. In the yeah. Room. Some opinions are swayed, I would say. I would say some opinions, maybe not f- flipped, but, but swayed. Yeah. It was, it um, was, a, it was definitely a good listen. So you, you yeah. get, get on that Patreon so you can hear it. Yeah. And our merch page. We got merch. T-shirts, hoodies, got hats, stickers. I mean, the list goes on. Water bottles. Everyone needs water. Everyone needs water. You know? Yeah. And and I'm pretty sure it's a scientific fact that if you drink water out of a movie men water bottle, it's actually more like from a nutrition standpoint, it's actually more beneficial to your body. I think that's yeah. it's that's Some, not an opinion. I think that's science. Yeah, so. something something magically sciencey happens. Yeah. Yeah. So so check that out. Studies have proven it. Yeah. And until we reconvene next time, which next week, next week's going to be hot to trot. Is that, that was weird. That's not what I meant. Um, what? <laughs> Cin- CinemaCon is happening this week, which means we are going to see trailers dropping galore this week. Dropping we'll talk about it all hot. next week. Yeah. Well, <laughs> depending on what the, you know. And until such a date, never give up. And never get your news from anywhere else but the Movie Man podcast because we're the only reputable source. I can't agree with that, but I, you know, steer clear. We got this covered. We got this covered. If you're listening, come at me, bro. Come at me. 